Welcome back to Clay, the podcast for courageous leaders always yearning for more Jesus in their life. My name is Justin. I am your host. And for your monthly upload, all kidding aside, uh, yeah, I'm supposed to be uploading uh, an average of once a week. And here we are almost a month later again from our last upload. Now, uh, I have actually kind of been kicking myself over this one. So uh, today's episode is going to focus mainly on capacity. But as a reminder uh, for you, this uh, this show actually only grows if you share it. So if you get some value out of today, if something comes up, if you think about something, it's like, "Eh, you know what, that was actually pretty helpful. Uh, Share, share the show. That would be extremely helpful to uh, me to hear at Clay for us. And uh, we would love to uh, just uh, add the value to you that you need, uh, hopefully, and see if we can't... uh, help somebody else too. So uh, really, and honestly, this episode's probably going to be about 15 minutes or so. I'm going to keep uh, this one short for you. You're going to see uh, on Clay, there is a history of some episodes being 15 to 20 minutes, some being longer. It really just depends on the content and uh, what we're talking about. And then as we bring on guests in the future, those, those episodes will for sure be longer, probably uh, encroaching upon that hour-long range. Now, All that aside, I am not kidding when I say this episode will be about capacity, simply because I think this is an area where a lot of us, especially uh, coming out of a um, volunteer capacity at a church uh, and just having a natural desire to help, right, we can tend to overextend ourselves. I'm going to talk about that. I'm also going to talk about the opposite of thinking that you are tapped out, thinking that you are at capacity, when in fact you are most certainly not, and uh, the dangers of that as as well. So first things first, there is an analogy that I like to use. There's this buffet that uh, you go to, and uh, you get to pick and put what's on your plates. Uh, That plate represents your capacity. And you walk through the buffet and you see things that look good, and then you get to the end of the buffet, and that's where the really good things are. And so by the time you finish walking through the buffet, instead of just going back for a second plate later, which you don't actually have, remember your plate is your capacity for your day-to-day life, you overload your plate and it gets uneven and it gets off balance. So by the time you make it back to your seats, you've lost food all over the floor, uh, you're dropping things and you're not keeping everything under control, for lack of a better phrase. You've got your macaroni salad dipping off to the side, and uh, that dessert that you just grabbed is now uh, on the floor. So why do we do this? Well, some people don't. Some people walk to the buffet, and they see all sorts of opportunity, and they finish the buffet, and they pretty much have an empty plate still. A lot of us desire to uh, be uh, helpful, to have a, a moment of... Uh, a feeling like we're just irreplaceable, essentially. We like to say yes to things because we don't know that somebody else will. There's all sorts of reasons that we'll say yes to things. Now, I'm going to focus more on uh, the aspect of just your day-to-day life as opposed to the opportunities that you may have to overextend yourself through volunteering, through saying yes to things. Uh, There's a couple of episodes uh, in history and the archives here about saying yes to too much. So I'm not going to belabor that point. Uh, but ultimately, you you need to pay attention to you and to uh, your 24 hours a day that you have and make sure that you're putting your health in there 
and taking care of all of that. Now, what do you do when it feels like everything is a priority and everything is a necessary component of your day-to-day life to get through? So there's another analogy that I think is worth talking about. It's the jar. You've probably heard this before, but you take the jar and you uh, start filling it with the big rocks first, your main priority. So you take your your big rocks, the bigger item, whatever you have, you put that in your jar first. And then you take kind of the medium priority stuff and then you fill that in. And then eventually you get up to the stuff that is just kind of like the extra things that are sometimes fun, but, you know, are usually always fun, uh, but always not necess- necessary. And that represents maybe maybe sand or dirt or whatever. And then you pour that in and it kind of fills in around the gaps. That is uh, an awesome analogy. I absolutely love it. It is, uh, it, it is timeless. What do you do if you feel like everything that you have to put in that jar is a big rock? If you feel like your jar is not big enough and uh, all you have is big rocks to fit into it, well, there's a couple of things that I think you need to pay attention to. Uh, One is you've got to get better at identifying what is a priority and what isn't. If you were to look at uh, me personally, and I'll just use myself as an example to not beat up on you, I have... And in my heart, I want to I want to call this podcast, for instance, I want to call this a big rock priority. I think a year ago, it absolutely was a big rock priority. And I'm just being completely brutally honest here. With uh, the last couple of weeks, my goal was, honestly, to be back to posting once a week. Uh, and I didn't do that. Stuff came up. Life came up. Life continued to come up. A couple of things shifted for me at work that were unexpected. So there's a lot of unexpected that came up. For me personally, I I look at this in in two ways. Uh, One, what am I willing to, uh, what am I willing to kind of let go of for a moment to regain my my footing here, to make sure that I'm standing on solid ground? And what am I uh, saying yes to that I need to say no to? So this is uh, a an ongoing dialogue that I think you're going to have really probably with every passing month, with every passing season of, of life, uh, with every every passing year or so, life's going to continue to change. Uh, you're going to have things change in your home. You're going to have kids grow up and move out, hopefully. Uh, you're going to have uh, life changes at work. You're going to have roles that are going to change. You're going to have uh, things that are just going to come up. Life circumstances is going to come up. And what you do in those life circumstances uh, often, um, often is a reflection of who you believe in, of who your life is, uh, is a gift to, essentially. Uh, not that me living my life is, is necessarily a gift to anyone, but uh, I want to do the most with my life that I, I, I possibly can. I, I realize that this is a... Uh, a temporary loan, so to speak, on this life, on this body, and that uh, there is much more to come in the next. And so I look at life, and sometimes I fall into the habit of just trying to maximize everything. Now, I am still a, 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 a believer in maximizing what you do and taking the most um, out of, of what you're doing or essentially taking advantage of everything that you're doing to do it to the best of your abilities. I do think that you need to have grace all for yourself. 
uh, on these situations when uh, there's times when there's an ebb and flow to life, to give you another metaphor to think about. And you might be in the rapids for a moment and you might just need to hold on tight, grab hold of your firm foundation and hold on for the ride uh, for a period of time. And I don't, I don't necessarily think that that's a wrong thing, right? I think uh, there's this uh, culture of, oh my gosh, I'm overextended, I'm, I'm too busy, I have too much going on. This is, uh, and, and, and yes, you absolutely may do that. Uh, you also may just be being a little bit too sensitive about your life and your schedule and your day-to-day. Like, you just might be looking at things and going, and I'm sorry to say this in some ways, you, you may just need to buckle up and hold on tight for a little bit. It may just be a passing season. This is where I think foresight is important. So going back to the buffet analogy, walk through the buffet first. Uh, there's going to be things shifting and changing. There's going to be um, uh, awesome people who are taking care of making sure that buffet is full and those chafing dishes are full. And they're going to be coming out with uh, new things here and there. Walk through the buffet first. See what it is that you uh, truly actually want. What are you called to? And for some of you, food is uh, maybe call, all calling to you. So uh, this analogy may not actually work for you. But walk with me here. Look at what's available first. What makes sense? What is good for your body? What is good for the fuel? What is good for uh, your uh, time, your schedule, your capacity currently? If you're walking through with a, a blank plate, an empty plate, then you've got a lot of room. But that room's going to fill up really quickly. You have a choice whether or not you have a lot of a little bit of things. That means that uh, you're going to be uh, uh, spread apart of a lot of responsibilities. There's going to be a lot of things that you're going to be part of in your day-to-day life. And you're only going to be able to give a little bit to those things. Maybe that is the season of life that you're in. Maybe you're just like, huh, I think I'm kind of trying to figure out where I'm going here. And I'm going to go through this line of the buffet. And I'm going to kind of load it up with a bunch of little stuff. Or... You may be aware of, and you may realize that there are some things that you really need to focus on. There's some meat, right? There's a main entree there that you really need to dive into, that you need to focus on, and that needs to be where your priority is. Okay, well, go there first. Grab that, put that on the plate first. And then maybe there's a couple other things that you want to sprinkle around to the side. But if you only have so much space, so much capacity, make sure that your boundaries are set to protect those things. And so what do you do when life feels like it's kind of moving at 100 miles an hour and you're just holding on for the ride? Here is uh, a conversation that I actually love, I recently had. So often we're dependent upon our strength, upon our resolve, upon our, uh, our, our fortitude to get things done. We are looking at going, okay, and, and, and we'll do this. We'll, we'll go, okay, God, thank you. I'll take it from here. Uh, thank you, God, uh, for you know this day, this life, what, whatever you're thanking him for today. I got it. Uh, I got it from here. I'm going to go ahead and, and take control and, 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 and take this over. And um, I appreciate you getting me started. Why do we do, why, why do, we do that? Well, there's probably an, a, a litany of reasons. You're probably sitting there going, yeah, you know what, I, I kind of, kind of tend to do that with some things. Our uh, dependence upon him is not a sign of weakness or struggle. Our dependence upon him is a sign of where our heart is, where our priorities are. 
our dependence upon him is probably a sign of what that first rock is that went into your jar. When life ebbs and flows and you're blasting through the rapids and you buckle up, um, where is it that you're putting your faith that you're going to get through those rapids? There, when, you, when you buckle up and you grab on tight, who are you grabbing on to? Who are you holding firm to? When life is shaky, have you uh, taken a look at the foundation that you built your life upon? I am of the belief that we very quickly replace our foundation with uh, our foundation on him, our firm foundation on the rock, our life that we built on Jesus, that we build on him, our firm foundation. I'm a firm believer that we are far too quick to uh, decide that that house that we were building on that firm foundation, uh, we're going to take a break from that, and so we're going to go start focusing on our own things over, over here. Uh, the outhouse in many ways. It's not so much that we have abandoned our foundation entirely, uh, but we we like to we like to take the ball and run with it naturally. Uh, some of you will refuse to take a ball and run with it, and then that's a whole other podcast, a whole other episode. I'm speaking to those of you right now who uh, just want to hold life together as tight as you possibly can. Perhaps you're afraid of change. Perhaps change, uh, perhaps change just makes you uneasy. Uh, perhaps you're not looking into the future with excitement about where God's calling you to, and you're holding on to too much of the past and where you've been. Uh, perhaps you're just saying yes to too much, and those things don't fit on that foundation, on the firm foundation that you've been building upon, and so you start to build elsewhere. There's a lot of ways that you can look at it. My, uh, my hope, my desire is that as you're thinking about this, that you're uh, in a place of uh, reflective uh, thought and, uh, and meditation on your, your schedule and what you have said yes to and what you're saying no to. And uh, really, more, more importantly than that, I hope that uh, you're meditating on your firm foundation. I hope that that is the first thing that you think of in uh, any given day. When you wake up in the morning, what is it that your heart is singing? What's your heart song? Do you reach for your cell phone first to check your notifications, to check your text, to check your email? Perhaps it's to scroll social media. What is it that starts out your day? I know that it may not be realistic for everybody to spend an hour every morning in the word. I have my thoughts on that too, but I, I, I know that there's seasons in life that in my morning routine, honestly, has been uh, a um, real, we'll, we'll call it an ebb and flow sort of a thing since, uh, since having, having my daughter almost a year ago. My morning routine has often uh, been broken up now over the course throughout the day instead of having this quiet time in the morning. I'm grateful to say that uh, she has recently started sleeping through the night again, and uh, I am feeling much more energetic in the morning. Uh, so I'm, I'm yearning for that time, uh, that quiet time in, uh, in my spot. I have, I have a spot here in my home where I, I enjoy starting my day there. But I haven't been starting every day there. 
I haven't been spending that, that time uh, allocated and allotted to that space. I haven't protected that, but I've also been at times getting a lot less sleep. This isn't about me. This is uh, not me going, oh, here, woe is me. I, I want you to know that it's worth giving yourself a little bit of grace to grow into these things and to understand and allow that the life is going to have its ebbs and its flows. It's going to have its calm, chill, still waters, and it's going to have its rapids. It's going to have its uh, quick moving. It's going to have those seasons where it just feels like everything is uh, chaotic. The cool thing, the, 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 the calm thing, is that even in those times of, of, of rapids, your peace, your calm, your tranquil waters are in your faith in Him. If your foundation is the rock, if you're building upon the rock, if you're building your life upon the rock, then those seasons where life is moving at those rapids, people are going to look at you and go, how? How are you so calm through all of this? How are you taking this so easily? How are you just, you just seem like you're just cruising through this right now. Like, what is your secret? Well, it's your foundation. It's the life that you've been building upon the rock, not in the sand. It's the reality is, it's Jesus. That's your testimony. That's really all you need. You don't necessarily need five strategies from your favorite podcast on how to get through the chaos of life. You, you need him. You need to check where uh, your heart is. It is in those uh, seasons. It's in that overstuffed plate. It's in that jar that you can't get all those big rocks in that you got to stop and actually check your heart. And if you go too long between checking your heart, you're going to find that that jar seems like a mess. That plate at the buffet is just a mess. And it's going to feel like you're just cruising through rapids all the time. Just uh, buckled up and holding on for dear life. And that's going to be a tough place to be. So if that's you, uh, my encouragement to you is to grab a brother, grab a sister, uh, and, and chat. Chat about it. Talk about it. As you process maybe you're a verbal processor maybe you're not maybe you need time before you have a conversation with somebody and we have all sorts of types take the time take the time to think it through take the time to uh, actually process what it is that your life looks like it's prioritizing maybe even ask a good friend of yours hey you know me pretty well what do you think are my main priorities and just listen Listen, if you haven't given someone permission to speak into your life at that level, then you're missing out. Because there's an aspect of this life, there's an aspect of discipleship that just relies heavily upon you. Uh, not trying to be uh, the end-all be-all, uh, but being willing to be a student, to be a lifelong learner, and to continue growing, to continue developing, and continue to accept the fact that you don't have it all figured out. And that is a beautiful thing. So with that, remember, share the show. If this is helpful to you today, if this uh, sparks some ideas, some 
a conversation that you may or may not be able to continue. And I will see you on the next episode.